Nice natural sounds of the wind blowing this Florida. Yeah. Welcome back to the Risk Report. This is episode number 66, and I am here with the special friend of mine, hip-hop artist, entrepreneur, Mikey SB. The special. Sounds like I've got a disability. No, not at all, bro. No, I'm just kidding. Special people know because uh, the music you've been making, man, right now is very special. Good, man. How you doing? It's different. How you doing? Thank you for having me in your new home, bro. Yeah, this is a nice... Oh, I was going to lie and say it was like a Zoom interview because no one could see us. Yeah, I mean, we could do the Zoom interview podcast, but honestly, I'm not really no, into kidding. the Zoom interview it's podcast. It's way, way better. Way better. I like... I like the uh, mysteriousness of just having the voices fucking going by. And, yo, on the on the anchor, you got me onto the anchor, right? Yes. So it was really because of yeah, Mikey Yeah, I need 10%. SB. I need 10%. <laughs> it was really because of Mikey SB that I got on the anchor. But, bro, I could show you. Motherfuckers are t- tuning in from South Africa. No way. I swear to you, You see bro. the stats? Dude, I see the stats People are all the time, bro. All over. So, and it's fuck? geographic. Can we and I'll go, you? Yeah. Nice. And I'll go, dude. I do whatever I want. Fuck, because no one knows my face, dude. Right? That's crazy. <laughs> back to that in the video. That's crazy. No, but yeah, bro. From South Africa to it shows me all the states and the percentages of each state. So you know, obviously, I'm listening to mostly in America, in the United States, in Puerto Rico, and then um, it shows you Florida. You click on Florida, it gives you all the cities in Florida. Yeah. Then you go to New York. It gives you all the cities. How many in New places York. are we like, talking? How place, many places, dude? I mean, different. Come on, now I'll it's... show you. It's like at least 30, 30 cities around the around the states. Oh I'd my say. gosh! Just randomly, dude. You I mean, figure... it's not a ton of no, fucking no, no, people. No, no, it's but... like three people tuning in from Michigan yeah, for some yeah, reason, yeah. right? It's like a couple people tuning into California, and you see from California, it's yeah. like seven different cities, right? It's like yeah. weird. It's and it gives you all the percentages and whatever. And we got to scale that, like run a promotion. Do you dude, do the ads for them? Do you say, do you do like, hey, it's Mountain Dew? So you do the ads, right? You remember you yeah. do the ad, but you have to pass that threshold, right, of the cap of what it's going to pay you. So that ad that runs at the beginning of my podcast where I talk about Anchor, that's my first ad ever. And I'm about due to cut the you know, whatever, like yeah. they're going to have to cash me out or whatever. Cause I've reached the maximum of that ad. Wow. Now my belief is, is that when I do that, I have to re-record that one and hopefully it opens up to another one. Yeah. So instead of one penny per play, I'd be making two pennies. Nice. Per play, right. But that's, we'll see. We'll see. Good Once stuff. this uh, cap goes, hopefully it opens up Hell new yeah. ad revenue opportunities for the podcast. But I just been putting them out and like, earlier on this year i i had a i don't know i was putting out like three a week two a week just pumping them out and that's how i got over to now episode 66 but there was a big time where i slowed down life happened things happened not not even this is this is coming up on a year this podcast it'll be a year in january wow yeah good stuff quick scale yeah 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 but it was because of your podcast, right? Your podcast, Chase Your Dreams. Yeah. Do what you love. Yeah, man. I've done like three episodes. Money, something like that. Yeah, I think I got it all over the Get your money. There we go. I got it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, three episodes in. You know, we'll have we'll have one where I bring you on. No, but those were more like specific, you know? Yeah. Those were like. Just trying to figure out have, the space, you know? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say it's like even like a podcast podcast. It was just like tips and advices for artists yeah, and yeah. um 
It's very sched. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Organized, right? Like where me, it's like I come on here and fucking talk shit. Hundred percent. I talk my whatever I'm thinking about and get it out there. You know, I put it on the fun. when I recorded it. I I took notes and I put them on a wall in front of me, so I made sure to refer to some points because I didn't know how to. Uh, this is a better means of doing it, like yeah. more relaxed and like yeah. you have some talking points of what you want. But like, yeah, when you're doing it alone, it, it was weird for me at the time. But I did a couple of them. It becomes a, yeah, this one's a little more like of an introspective, intimate yeah. podcast. Like uh, with, with the guests that I've been, do, been doing it with, it's, um, it's been some cool conversations, man. Especially when it comes to music, which congratulations, you got, you know, you're almost at 17,000 views on the new song Surface. Thank it's out you, on man. YouTube. Thank and you. I shouted that shit out on the podcast. Man. I appreciate that. I, I think I listened to it for a little bit and shouted it out on the That's podcast love, a couple episodes ago. Thank you. Um, alongside a couple other tracks, you know. Of course, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, that's for for a month putting it out. It's it's good, and I really fucking liked. Did you shoot that, dude? Um, our buddy uh, Trev. Okay, my buddy Trev. Yeah, yeah. He came. I, I flew him down. He came down. He stayed here. Got the whole experience. Yeah. And then we shot it at the local beach, Oakland Park. Yeah. Yeah, and he shot the one before too, right? Yep, he shot mangoes. A, a major- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, he didn't shoot it; he edited that one. He wasn't able to come, but oh, he, okay. But still, he edited. He shot and edited a majority of them. Yeah, man, the music videos have always been great coming out from you, it's, dude. It's it's tough because it's important to. Uh, I don't do enough of them. I only have like a handful of music videos, you know. But I think it's important. Same way, same reason I go to the studio. Like first impressions important. So a quality video, a quality song, quality first listen, you know. So that's why I've, I'm a big proponent on, you know, paying for investing mm-hmm. into the craft. Yeah. You know? I mean, but the results are evident, right? With the people that listen to you on Spotify and all these other platforms and um, and and yeah. the music videos itself, right? Like in a month – to seventeen thousand views, I mean that that that's a lot, bro. Yes, that's, Google ads. That's good. Google ads. That's how you get it, though. No, you yeah, know? you got you got to do it enough to all those artists out there. Yeah, you got to hit those Google ads, mm-hmm. you know, and invest. And there was a bunch of organic play, you know, on the on the video alone. But it's it's tough because you could spend a lot of money on a video, and the production of the video, and let alone the recording of the song and the cover and art and the somewhere. content. And then when it comes time to release and you just release and you have all this money that you've spent invested, but no money set for promotion. So like you put out this thing that you cared a lot about and you did a lot to get to make happen and then nobody looks at it. So like it doesn't mean you're bad. It just means nobody's seeing it. So that's why promotion is so important as well. But it's hard to find true organic like promotion sources. Like there's a bunch of frauds out there, scammers and shit. But Mm -hmm. like Google ads, you know, as a base for like, just getting more viewers and stuff. Yeah, yeah even those Instagram ads. The, Same thing. Facebook you know, ads. Facebook ads. YouTube all that. ads. You have to do that to compete in the space, you know? Yeah. It's such a saturated market. Yeah. It, you know? It's just... There's so many people. Heard, you know? There's so many people doing it. And then now it is the point where it's like, yeah, you can do this all on your own and be independent. But if you even wanted to go through a label, you have to do this regardless. 100%. And you have to get these views up regardless. Fundamentals. It's fundamentals. You know, these are baseline things that you got to do to compete at a at a certain level. You need high art, high quality cover art. You need a high quality recording. You need, you know, 
solid content photos videos to roll out what you're about to sell to these people you got to tell the story with the content and then you got to promote it on the back end you know and and it's 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 not that bad no you just need a little bit of a team yeah that's something that you've you've been able to build here and 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 now in your new home congratulations on this new fucking spot i told you when i got in here it's got it's got those latin vibes puerto rican vibes of like this was reminds me of my grandparents house with the banana trees out here and the fucking wind blowing through the windows and shit i'm now in a whole lot of debt (laughs) (laughs) well everybody is welcome to america right thanks man yeah first day here yeah um no it's cool it's chill spot man you know, roof over the head. Mm-hmm. How has this helped um, creatively? It's just changed it, you know, a lot more of uh, not really changed it, but I'm just like recording myself a lot more. So my flows changed my creative flow. Now I'm doing a lot more like onto the mic as opposed to like writing and taking a large amount of time to write before recording. I'm just like on the mic a lot. And uh, yeah, it's helped me to just you know, be more free and flow oriented with my creative process. Yeah. So you, yeah, you were showing me your new songs, a couple of new demos yeah, that you've yeah. been recording, and um, and you were explaining to me that process. Yeah. So is it now that I'm thinking about it? Because I have a similar approach as well. But is it like so that you could hear it, like really hear it? Aside from, you know, it's like when we're doing it and ra- and singing it or rapping it, it's like we're listening to it we we don't get that listening to it for the first time experience mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like maybe it, during the process of re recording and trying to listen through that shit we can kind of like hear it exactly as somebody might hear it exactly you know? yeah and it helps me get to a final product quicker because if i'm able to hear the direct result of what i'm doing you know then i'm able to like see out that vision flesh it out mentally and make it happen. We got some locals. Yeah. Somebody freaking out. Oh, is that what He's it is? lost. Sounded like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. He's lost. Playing yeah. some San Andreas. Dude, great stuff. But yeah, it's definitely... Welcome to Oakland. Welcome to Oakland Park, man. Yeah. No, it's... uh, I'm good, brother. Thank you. Um, Yeah, you know... And it's just because, like, that's just how I've been feeling, like, creating. Mm-hmm. My crea- my creative process is something that I can't, like, I don't try to over-control and hyper-control and, like, hyper-structure. <laughs> it's very when I want to, when I feel it, what I feel like doing. Yeah. Luckily for you, you want to do that shit all the time. Yeah. And that's what, you know. Yeah. That's, that's what has helped out. That's, You've been one of the most consistent dudes I've ever met really musically. I mean, and that's not saying that other people are lazy yeah, and they yeah. don't make music or put shit out, but you're very consistent with it, you know? And although, you know, maybe in the years you've kind of like mellowed out with it, it's still very consistent in I what you put out. That. And consistent doesn't even necessarily have to mean like times all the time, but yeah. quality, right? Yeah. In the terms of quality, it's just, you've, it's gotten a lot better too over time and not, and it's always been good. And, so it's great to see, man. It's great to see you like kind of, to me, you're one of the ones of our peer groups that spearheads this. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, Thanks. Where it's like this triangle of, through this to the spear, you know what I mean? Dude, that's, you know, 
and it's it's funny because a couple of points, but it's funny because like there's people who are obviously way better than me, you know, and in both singing capabilities and whatever, all these technical abilities. And that's how it is for everybody. The, the greatest people don't always get hurt. It's not about talent. It's partially about talent. But the other half of it is like what I've been focusing on for a long time. But it's just the fundamentals. Like I said, a good recording, a good presence, good rollout, you know, good content, sell the story, build the brand. Like time is one of the only variables when you got the basics checked off. You know, you just got to do it consistently. Like you're saying, haven't been doing it as much as I want to. Because like I was saying, that releasing process is way different than the creating. but um yeah I'm proud of how it's laid out you know but again and then you get you have to take advantage of opportunities so like I submitted to that SoundCloud thing and you know the a lot of the any look that I've gotten has been from like free submission platforms you know so mm -hmm. big stuff like that you got to do all the basics do it consistently and then take advantage of opportunity and, and stick your neck out there and try and like do stuff or like the songwriting stuff we were talking about you know being able to take a sidestep and say, Oh, maybe I'll try this to also help everything else that I've got going on, you know? Yeah. That songwriting I'm definitely interested in. And yeah, if it's man. a zoom call on fucking Wednesdays at nine o'clock, then count me in. And you, you can set I mean? your own schedule. Big shout out to songwrite club. Songwrite club. I got to write that shit down. Yeah. Dude's names are like Steve and Andrew. Really cool people. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's serious and it's fun. You know, that's like a, not only lyrical exercise, but it's like going to the gym for mm -hmm. your creative powers, you know? Right. Flexing them. Right. I mean, <clears throat> a couple, so it was my buddy's birthday who, who passed away when I was, you know, when so, we were yeah, 21, yeah. right? But this was a couple years ago. And, but, um, he's a homie who completely made me pursue music. You've what's from the moment I met you, you actually remind me a lot of qualities about from my homie Chase and uh with music and even sometimes demeanor and stuff like <laughs> you know, you kind of remind me of him at times. And um but I was talking about him and that's what we used to do as kids. We used to rehearse to each other or write, not rehearse, but write. So mm -hmm. we'd get home, we'd go on an AIM and he'd go you know, we'd log in and he'd go, all right, we're going to rhyme with uh, whatever, uh, potent. And yeah, then yeah. we'd just make this whole rhyme with potent and then we'd, boom, share it and see which ones are good, which ones are good. Yeah, and yeah. he was always early on to the writing songs for people, Yeah, writing writing lines for homies. And hey, I think this would be a cool fucking line for you. And he'd wrap it out to you and send it to you. Yeah. You know, we were just kind of constantly, yeah, like a workshop, yeah. you know, and, and it hasn't when I make music with people, I've noticed that it hasn't been more of like a workshop like that. It's still, it's, is its own good energy, but it's like an energy of like, we'll listen to the music. We'll kind of all retreat to our own little flows and then we'll come together and somehow co cohesively it comes together with everyone's flow kind of, you know, starting and, and taking shape. But hundred percent that's, but it's different, right? Versus where it's like you're just kind of workshopping stuff out, or even just like I, I can't really. That's the beautiful thing. Like I think at a certain point, you know, when it becomes serious enough, your creations and like you wanting to pursue this creative stuff, then you have to take that overarching look of like, okay, it's for the record. 
It's not just about my right. part on the record. This is for the record, you know? Um, and then, you know, building together, I think is, you know, super important. And like you also said about, um, you know, everybody kind of retreating, doing their own thing, coming back and building something off of that. That's how these are done. You know, mm -hmm. we'll like find something, uh, some music to write to. Uh, we'll say, all right, we'll be back in 15, like, you know, do a couple passes on it, see what you do. And we'll come and listen to them. And then we listen to them and then we build from there. And, you know, that's, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Because you never know what people are going to bring to the table. Yeah. You never know what a hip hop guy's going to bring to a country song or vice versa. Right. Like, super cool. Yeah. And it just takes the, it takes the records to a different level. Mm -hmm. Go look at any big record that you love right now and look at the credits. Yeah, multiple, multiple writers. Multiple writers, multiple producers, you know, yeah. contributors. Exactly. A bunch of people. Professional ears that it goes through to kind of filter out uh, Dude, and they the were best sound it could possibly be. And they were also saying, um, you know, it goes a long way just being a good guy. Because you could be in a room when Drake's writing a record, have nothing to do with the record, but you're such a good guy and your vibe of that, you know, you being in that room when he was making that record, you get a, a percentage point on it, you know? Get out of here. Dude, yeah. I mean, really? 100%. People do that? Even just getting, getting Yo, in the- Yo, I have my homie at the studio. I'm going to give him 5% on this song. Whatever, Dude, if I, if you were Drake and you He's were in the studio, it was just you and I me. I mean, does Drake do that though? Yeah. You I bet, so? I, dude. What if look, Drake's working on a project and he's going through something, and he he's got one homie who's around. And he's like helping him, whatever. Just, I mean, if you helped him write the song, or just right? you For know, sure, or just but... be in the room and kick, kick an idea or <laughs> you two, you so? know, like yeah, man, hundred percent. But point being. That just being a good dude gets you a long way. So yeah, like for sure, just he, just being there, I think would be a great way to just not only sharpen the tools, but meet new people, meet people that might link you up with. Hey man, I really you know hit you up after. Hey, I really like what you were doing. Hey, check out my other buddy. Who's exactly. A, you know what I mean? Just connections networking. and networking and just having somebody become a fan of yours you yeah. know oh, yeah, let me yeah. check out his fucking music damn yeah, this shit's yeah. dope and you yeah, never yeah. know who he's gonna show right 100 that's what it's all about yeah law of know? attraction but there is something to the collaborations and even musically that's what i've been thinking about too is i just would really love to get a band going get fucking different minds and it's not just about one mind working on one song 100%, right yeah. you've got different minds like you said for the sake of the music you know and that's that's more of a lane that i'm trying to go gotta go towards do it. gotta do it man live instrumentation feeds to the soul man that bass those drums nothing like a performance with live music definitely no that's like the end goal you know mm -hmm. and i don't think you know it would have to be a full-time job now that I'm thinking about it, really, to like really want to sound the way you want to sound and yeah. practice the songs over and over and over again to when you do perform, it's fucking killer. Yeah, you know? it's got to be rehearsed and dope. But that's also the good thing about the Spotify age is that you can cut all that overhead out, all that rehearsing, all that stuff, and pass on the live shows temporarily, do them at whatever scale yeah. you want, put a record out, build buzz around it, so you can basically do all this stuff remote and on the fly and like, you know, it, it, that's, it's crazy. It's a crazy universe out there. Metaverse, mm -hmm. you know, this fucking internet 
space. That's unbelievable. You can just build a fan base off of the stuff. That's why you really got to utilize the tools. I got to learn it better. My buddy Monte Harris is coming over later. He's going to help me tweak these Google ads. Well, they're constantly changing, right? They're constantly adapting. Dude. Different algorithms get put in. Different firewalls new get platforms put in. New come platforms in, TikTok, come in. TikTok, you know. It's, but it's like you have to view the artist it's brand. It's almost like a weird stock. Like a weird stock market thing rising and fucking falling. The music... All the apps uh, oh, and everything. everything right? Yeah, no, it's every, crazy. Every, it's almost like every thing that comes on could potentially change. Yeah, the, dude, every, everything every Break platform the, really. You want to know what's nuts too is that um, I think the other selling point of like us being artists on the come up is like we're we're almost like stocks to buy into. You know, at any point the one of these stocks could blow you get a writing credit here one of your records get some radio yeah. play and then boom you know so like buy into these nfts and shit that i'm making now buy into the content that i'm putting out now because it's going to be worth something that's why the nft space is cool because i'd love to like now while i'm you know on quote unquote the brink of like sometime hopefully making a career out of it well this sh i can put out a lot of shit that it, you know the blink of an eye is yeah. worth 10 10x you know yeah you uh, you follow Shark Anthony at all? Yeah, he's Shark crazy Anthony? in the space. He's, he's into yeah, that. He's NFT, super man. in the space. Yeah, yeah. I and catch him on Twitter. He's selling, from what I've seen. You know, I could be wrong, but it looks like to me he's selling a bunch of different sounds, and um, I'm not sure if art as well. But I think he's doing combos. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 like artwork. He's you know an FAU I mean? alum, right? I think he's a. Well, I know for sure he's a Savannah. Graduate yeah, or whatever, yeah. Savannah College yeah, of Art and Design. I think yeah, I met him through Sean Doe at the FAU crew. Maybe. I think he was part of that. I started, I met him from a show that he put on Lords of the Undersound. Okay, and yeah. And I really yeah, yeah, wanted yeah. to get put on to the other one. Yep, yep, yep. And so I just. At the Funky Buddha, right? Yeah, I got onto the one at the Funky Buddha. Yeah, him. I remember being over there. So that might be when you met him. Hell you know? yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's one of those guys that just always doing something. Innovative Musically. in the space. Oh yeah, innovative. Yeah, very for sure. digital, and that's yeah. the thing. That's and, and his sound too. Oh, he's always digital. been too super ahead. Yeah, very futuristic. But that's the thing but too. Yeah, into the NFTs. NFTs might be the move, and I like the aspect of not even more so the <clears throat> the Ethereum, and of course the money that could be great. Or, yeah, yeah. But it's more of like everything's changing, and. How are you going to get seen? How are you going to get heard? How are people going to know you, really? And it's not even about the fame, but it's about like, hey, listen to this or have this piece of art, really. Yeah. Right? That's what I've been thinking about in, in any ways in life. It's just like creating things just for the sake of creating and leaving things behind for people. You know, that's mm -hmm. really what the ultimate goal has that's been. That's the ultimate goal. This. Through a selfish act of like, I want to make my music, right? Yeah. Like, I want to make music. Yeah. It's a bit of a selfish act at times, but yeah. but there's nothing wrong with that. It's just human nature, right? Yeah, but about just leaving shit behind because at the end of the day, what are we what are, what are we doing really? Yeah. It's just a fucking spinning rock going yeah. a billion miles an hour, man. Yeah, yeah, a simulation. A aliens checking over and being like, yo, yeah, yeah. These crazy guys. Sean Doe was way ahead of his time, man. <laughs> he was way he ahead was, of his time he was too, on that and stuff. he was on that so early. He was he was on that real early, man. He, I mean, he put me in a whole nother zone. I'm man. surprised he's not a billionaire right now. He might be. He really might. I be. think he was writing speeches for Joe Biden's campaign. Get out of here! Really. Swear to God, yeah, he's a political science major. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but he said something in one of his raps about, you know, that kind of concept of like leaving his voice to be, you know, to be heard, you know, when he passes, you know, because yeah. that's what it, that's what these are. That's you know? all it is, that's, man. That's why releasing music is important as well. You know, just the catalog of it. people can go back and, you know, it's time stamps, mm-hmm. you know, super cool. Yeah, yeah. it's ethereal. You know? That's what that's what it's about to me, man. Life. Yeah. And everything, mm-hmm. life and death, and just this whole journey that we're putting behind. Dying. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but the eventuality of it's always been a drive for me that it's like it's just like the ultimate stamp of approval of do what you love, yeah. chase your dreams. You ride bikes, make, this, make your fucking money. Not ride bikes like motorcycles, bicycles, bicycles. Yeah, you should ride a ride a bike. It's pretty pretty cool. You're one of those guys that's on the I, I do on them the A1A, like yes, with uh, all the all the no, I can't them? keep up the with the Tour de guys. France motherfuckers. No, I try and I try. And Man, ride those with guys them. are gnarly. They yeah. just think they own the road. You have, but pedestrians and bicyclists, yeah, they have to split the road in Florida. Dude, they share it. It's fifty fifty. 50, Look 50. It they really pull it out, man. Even though yeah. they're a tiny human being and you got an SUV behind you, you're going to go over and just kind of lean over. Yeah. Because just to be an asshole. Not to, to control the flow <laughs> of traffic, you know? And people just all fucking <laughs> being behind you. Come on, bro. No, I'm just kidding. You got consideration, right? Bikers, you got it. Yeah, it's 50 50. But our buddy Scott got hit by a car. So, you know, I'm pro, oh. but I'm pro cycle, cycle awareness, cycling well, awareness. For sure. I mean, no, but I'm also pro cycling rights. Cycling, <laughs> cyclist rights. No, nah, but he, he messed up. He messed up. It happens where accidents happen. But yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, you just never know. But Life whatever. is good, though. Life you know? is good. Life is good. You know, you just can't, you just got to live, you know, you got to live it up. And that's all it's about. Yeah, this is a real nice uh, boom on. But NFTs could be good. I just don't. My whole thing is the fluctuation of the market. Yeah, but so it's, one day it's you know someone could buy it for eleven thousand, so and the what? other day you know, they cost you nothing. It's a thing you pen for free. Well, apparently it would cost me something, right? To, to, <laughs> to put <laughs> only it in when there. the transaction comes, but it's gonna pay itself right. off. Yeah, dude. There's no there's no overhead on those. Very limited. That's a no brainer. That's like when TikTok came out. You got to start making the TikToks because them shits are fucking yeah. making careers. Sure. And then my my other thing with that is also like, if you sell one of one, do they own that, or do you still own your thing? No, well they they own the one of one, the rights to it. That's what you're selling. So you'd have to make one of five. You get or one of then, ten or one of a hundred. Marshall, mm-hmm. his uh, brother did the anglers. Anglers, uh, what was it called? Anglers. Deep sea anglers. Deep Shout sea out anglers. to deep sea anglers. NFTs on OpenSea. Yeah, super dope and. Uh, it was like a deep sea angler fish. Yeah. And they did exactly what you're talking about. Kind of like that algorithm style where it made a bunch of different versions of mm-hmm. the same thing. Super cool, super color poppy, very, very dope. And uh yeah, man. That's I'm trying to get a couple of those. Yeah. You know? How many they make? I don't know. It seemed, <laughs> it seemed like over a hundred. Really? Yeah, that's or maybe like a hundred of them, you know. You want yeah. a piece of pizza? Another one? Yeah. I think they're gone, bro. <laughs> really? Yeah. All eating. the slices? All the slices. Oh I, my think God. I think uh, we all ate some. Oh, man. Yeah. That's all right. That means it was but good. I, I could order pizza, bro. I'm oh, totally no. down to order pizza. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, whatever. I got cans of tuna. Get the fucking guy, the pizza guy in here on the podcast. Hey, man. What's up? Smoke some Interview bomb. him about what his life is like recently. <laughs> the weather's so nice out. What about... um? 
away from the digital matrix in real life any performances recently or any no. shows you're thinking about no maybe thinking about but um i've done a couple dj gigs okay yeah <laughs> i've got one coming up in november brianna's birthday you know <laughs> 18 year old birthday party so dj nice. spot i'm yeah. a spotify dj you could hire me really i dj off spotify yeah so what they just fucking no like i i'm meaning like i don't use big equipment i, I could just dj you with just my laptop just plug in yeah play play a, a playlist you know build it specific i mean do you at least have a little microphone no nah, i mean to? i can't, <laughs> if i do have one but you know keep it low-key yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, for this next one i actually scaled up a little bit <laughs> because the budget was a little yeah. bit higher and uh yeah i ended up renting some equipment some laser lights fog oh, machine yeah. I mean, uh, that's a professional starts, sound right? system yeah well you know a little side money homeowner need the extra income mm-hmm. and uh yeah my specialty is 18 year old birthday parties <laughs> <laughs> it, the music that i like hits well with them so nice a lot of the new rap shit you just hit playlist trippy red yeah that type of shit you know and the trippy red yeah I like all that new shit, yeah. dude. But that's not too new anymore, is it? No, well, I mean, it's some, it's some of the new. It's all about the Island Boys now. I'm an Island Boy. Yeah, those guys are crazy. I've seen them for a minute too. Been, I've seen like some other. They've been in a bunch of scandals, and really? then I saw that shit. Yeah, and I what was like, what other scandals? Huh? What other scandals? They're just like two twins. They're like 18 years old. I don't know much about them. I've watched multiple Instagram lives where they just like shout it. They they have a bunch of beef with all these other like upcoming rappers and stuff. And they just basically like shit talk on Instagram live <laughs> and stuff. And they were just like, and they say that for clout and then attention. No. And they have a bunch of other songs and then they come out. I think they were working with Kodak Black or something. And then yeah. I heard that shit come out. So maybe they're just smartening up. They're 18. What the fuck? Or, they're young as hell, bro. But getting they're in, they're in people's face. Yeah. Ugly. Them boys are ugly. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to get into the wrong people's face, though. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah, I mean, those island boys are wild. All you need is that viral TikTok, bro. That viral video to yeah. just send you through the roof. Yeah, that's what it seems like. But not really. No, <laughs> not could, really. You could do your own thing. Mm-hmm. We're winning in the space mm-hmm. right now. All you got to do is play Fortnite, smoke a bunch of weed. <sighs> And just like record your ideas after you're off of substances, multiple substances, record your thoughts, and eventually someone's going to think they're cool. Do them over hot beats. Mm -hmm. If you want to get into music, do your substance of choice and record your thoughts. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But no, I'm not actually. I mean, sometimes, yeah, for sure. That's what it is. But your substance could be a vape or it could just be your liquor or it could just be Mm -hmm. your cigarette, you know? I mean, it just goes hand in hand. And I think maybe that is why a lot of musicians end up having substance abuse issues, you know? Shit gets cool over time, though. stuff. but, But for the most part, I mean, yeah, you have your rituals, you know what I mean? You have your, your mode of working, your, your way of thinking. But even just like to get through. Those times when nobody listens, like, just keep going, you know, mm-hmm. keep going. Cause one day somebody's going to be like, yo, that shit that you just did right there. That was cool. Yeah. And that's that point. It's all about that. Where if one says that, then go find more of them. And then you've got a small cult following of people who are, who will buy your shows, tickets, buy your merch, need another beer. 
you know, they'll do all that stuff. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just takes time, bro. It takes time and, and just connections and relationships, building with people. The continuity. And, but, but, you know, performing too. I, I want to get back into the performance space, man. Yeah. And now that I'm moving up to West Palm in a little bit. You're going to go kick it with the propagandists. I think I'm going to go start checking out those spots. Yeah. And in West Palm in general, I performed there's, a at lot propaganda. Of, there's a lot of spots. You there. should go to Clematis and go to, uh, what's that spot? The Voltaire. We've Voltaire. performed at Voltaire twice. We've performed there. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to start. I know people who throw some myself out there, there again. You should yeah. hook up with uh, Purple, uh, Purple Door Entertainment. They were the ones who were putting me on showcases over there. Purple Door Entertainment. The guy's name's James Russo. Dope dude. They've got show opportunities and stuff. It was cool stuff. Showcase stuff. You know, no headlining shows or anything like that. Showcase, but super cool. Met a bunch of cool people, and yeah, they're throwing gigs up there. All right. Purple Door Entertainment. I'm definitely going to check that shit out. Trippy. But goes back to I want to get that. I want to get a band going. Got to get the band going. I noticed there's a couple people up there up north in West Palm that I know, and they're starting Lorenzo. to perform around there. Lorenzo plays there all the time. Um, but even like uh, I've noticed Ben Henry, my buddy Ben Henry's got this new band, and he's always playing in Lake Worth. Is he I a think drummer? He lives in Boynton. No, he's a guitar, oh. uh, guitar player and singer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, Hen Benry. Yeah, exactly. American Psy, or I think that's the, the name of their band, American Psy. Fire. But yeah, I've noticed that he's up there, so I've been meaning to hit him up, and we talked about having a, having him on the podcast and stuff, and just haven't hit him up. Just haven't gotten around to it. But, yeah, man. But yeah, moving up there, and he was playing guitar for me when we would go perform. Yeah, fire. so it was him, Lorenzo playing bass, and who was the drummer? Anthony Manrique on the drums. Yeah, I wanted to have Trey on the drums, so. But uh, Trey was really busy with just performing yeah. with other bands. He has multiple bands, of anyways, course, that he yeah. works with. That's, that's all he does, really, is just perform. Yeah. Or, um, Still doing it? Mm-hmm. Fire. That's how he, that man just does it, bro. Um, At some point, you just got to do it. But yeah, Anthony Manrique, the conga. You, you ever yeah, heard yeah, of conga? Yeah. Good dude. Good dude, and he's a talented drummer too. Yeah, hell yeah, I remember seeing him at the show. It was a there. good time, and I think if we just practice more, oh, and dude, like yeah. vibe more, that was Hill. It, we could really have something dope going. I feel like you're better live too. Yeah, that's you know? what it's about. Man. Yeah, that's a whole vibe. It's hard. It's hard to just have like things playing from the speakers, and then your voice playing from the same speakers, and. There's something to the performing, being on point with everybody, just being in the same frequency and the same rhythm, and you have multiple creatives coming together, and they're all talented in their own ways, and it just adds that extra level of something. Hearing that bass and that person plucking the strings on the bass, if you fucking feel that in the crowd, you know, yeah. you feel that when you're performing with these guys and the drums coming in and the pop, 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 yeah, you know, yeah, the loudness, the, it's the alive, snap, it's you alive, know? Man. the kick, the kick that shakes yeah, yeah. your fucking chest, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then you yeah. just get lost, you know? You just get lost. lost. Those, those nights at the Funky Buddha where I'd be performing with the van, band, it's like, Probably what fucking Janice Joplin or something felt in a smoky room exactly. when she was fucking all faded, you have, just singing some wild shit. Yeah, just, man. Because once you have all that energy there, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a super powerful. That's how all these bands do it, you know. 
I think that's what makes it timeless. That's what makes a timeless sound. And it goes back to kind of the songwriting too. I've been, I got to send you this one um, YouTube video like channel that they make. They check out songs. It's called Polyphonics, I think. Okay. And they check out the history of songs. Like I just looked into the history of uh, how they wrote Hotel California and what the meaning, like the literary meaning behind the song is and all that shit. And they got an episode of like um, where the the song, The House of the Rising Sun, right? The one that was recorded by, I think it wasn't the Eagles, but it was one of those bands. it's just like an old ass song from like the fucking 16th century England. Like that's back. just like a song that people used to sing in the olden days and people have heard it over time through their lineage or yeah. whatever and like spoken word of it. People go around a little bandolin yeah. singing some weird tune, right? Makes and people catchy. would add to it. People yeah. would add to it. And then it's just always been a cover, basically. It's always been a cover, but there was like the meaning of it behind. It just always being related to the pub, the alcohol, the this, the that, and to the culmination of all these. Yeah, interesting. From a song that's like it's just a some almost like a folk tale would be told over exactly. generations, right? Yeah. But it's but it's a song. Yeah, you know, and so it's got cool fucking videos like that. I gotta send you. You'd, you'd definitely be into that. Yeah, I'll check that. But out. it goes back to just the yeah the timelessness of creating something. You could say, you know. Yeah, it's insane. It's important. You know, even like um, paintings or whatever. Same thing. Paintings, yeah. There's one of one, and there's like one of that Van Gogh, and but it's inspired how many countless other exactly. art, art pieces. It's worth how much now? You know, it's people just always create things to to inspire and to keep growing, keep progressing, people. Yeah, and you have to go through. It's it's about iterations. As a creator, iterations, tries, you know, Mm -hmm. attempts, Mm -hmm. you know, because for me, you know, to get to that record that I'm comfortable releasing, I might do 10 records, 20 records, 30 records, you know. Right. So it's about like putting that stuff on 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 wax and hearing it out and fleshing out a bunch of ideas. That's how you fall into the good idea. So if you're on idea one, two, three, like you can't like trip. You know, because it's like going to the gym. You got good days when you're playing ball, bad days. You know, it's just like anything. But you got to, over time, that's like now people look at what what I'm doing. And over time, it makes sense. But year one, two, three, like it made no sense. Right. Year six didn't make sense, you know. Mm -hmm. But like year like nine starts making a little sense. And year 10, I'm trying to figure it out even more. But iterations, continuity of the process, continue the saga that's why putting out another video for me was important because it just continues. It's the continuation of the series, you know, yeah. and it's never going to end. Yeah. Project coming out, going to be fucking fire, but I'm already on to the next stuff. Yeah. Next stuff's going to be different from the next stuff. I'm sure for you, like, it was like a commitment thing at a certain point, right? Where you just realize it hits you in the face, like, I'm just here to make music. I'm here to make art. I'm just going to keep doing it. No matter what, and that's that's got to be the driving force. What what it sounds like from what you're telling me is like that's what I hear is like that is the driving force of you. You're a guy who's just committed to this music, committed to creating. Yeah, and um, or trying to be, you know, and that's I the, mean, but you do it, and that's it, all it is and, is but, trying. And you that's know? And, that's the thing that over time, 
the trying turns into doing. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm, I'm still of the mindset of like, I haven't done, you know, like there's still so much to do and still trying and it's showing now, like you're saying you're Mm -hmm. doing it, but like you got to be of the mindset of continue trying. Yeah. Like I always got to do better. Like my next record that I'm trying to write is trying to be better than that last one I wrote, you know, not like by any specific standard, but just like, you know, I'm always trying to outdo myself in yeah. one way, shape, or form. And I and I'm driven to outdo myself, which is because I want the better end result. I yeah. want the next fucking song that people are gonna listen to. I want, you know, and and it's that's where it could get a little selfish, but the real meaning behind it is I want to be of the level to where I can mold my thoughts and feelings into something that people really want to listen to because it relates to them because it does a bunch of things. So yeah, um, the, all the, the constant fire burning of always wanting to be better is the real drive. Mm-hmm. And, and in turn you end up doing and becoming something that people end up looking at. But the reality of it is, is you're always striving to be better. Yeah. That's what it's about. Just trying to get better and better. And it shows over time. Yeah. Now that we're hitting the 10 year mark, mm-hmm. you know, of like a lot of us are hitting that 10 year mark. Yeah. Really, when that's around the time we met maybe and yep, yep. making music and yeah, man, it's, it's just, insane. it's grown. We've yeah. grown and we realize that we're going to continue to grow as long yep. as we keep working at it. And yep. to me, I'm lucky enough where I have, other disciplines is skating and art exactly. where those are, that's the same. It's the same transmutable discipline that I can apply to each. Same thing. You know, it's fucking try yeah. again and again and again and again, always working on it, always trying to get better and, and um, teaching this new generation. I see that a lot of people are fucking lazy, man. A lot of people, we have all the information in the world and it's at our fingertips and it's causing us to not want to try things, not go away from our comfort zones to just try mm-hmm. to just do something just for the sake of doing it, right? Giving them projects where it's like work a little bit at this every day for the next four days, paint every day for 30 minutes. I promise it'll be better than if you just paint yep. 30 minutes one mm-hmm. day, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. They don't want to do it. They'll do the least, right? And so I, I notice that that's where I try to bring some sort of philosophy to my class. You know, it's like I'm doing this, you guys, so that you guys learn to just work at things a little bit every day till you see that it's like the hard work pays off. Whether you do art or not, no matter, you got to always fucking work to just be better in life. Yeah, exactly. It's the full circle is every those disciplines that you're talking about are very relatable to life as a whole. You know, mm-hmm. you can really, it's like really like a video game here. It really <laughs> Some is. sort of simulation, right? But dude, it's like RuneScape. We've gotten to the, well, we've gotten to the point that we can just create alternate realities based on our worlds. And in turn, it's made us self-reflect to be like, are we a but simulation? Dude, but dude, right? even aside from simulation, life is like RuneScape. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can just level up anything Mm -hmm. you want to level up. You want to be good at fucking mining. You can mine. You want to be good at fucking shooting people. You could shoot them with arrows, you know, but you can do anything. You want to be good at music. Like literally you can just level up. You got to have that video game mentality. I try to give them that since they're all into video games. I try to give them the fact of like, okay, you're learning these different subjects throughout the day at school, right? 30 minutes each day. Yeah. It's like, look at these as skill points 
you know how characters have yeah, skill yeah. points where it's like you do certain things you can bump up their exactly. attack their punch exactly. or their jump or their mana power or their whatever that's how you should fucking look at it that's you know, what you're life coming is every day to just get a little better that's every what day life is. a little bit every day that's what life will go is. a long way that's what life you know? is when you see it like that then you take those fails and you're like, all right, well, next time I got to come back stronger. You got to, you got to not take shit personal. Mm -hmm. That's like, especially when you're doing like music, because at some point it's a business and you can't take business personal. And yeah. you know, cause like not everybody's going to like the product that you're selling. Not everybody's no. going to support what you got going on, but like you got to just, you know, not give a fuck and just like take everything in stride and just like keep going. Like, cause that's what I'm saying. It's that mentality of like, yo, like, yeah, maybe the shit that I'm creating now is fire, but like, wait till you hear this next stuff that I've got. Like, Tunnel vision, you know? You got to. And that's where, where you know you're passionate. Like, and everybody finds their shit, you know? Mm -hmm. It's different for everybody, you know? I like doing what I like doing. Yeah. Because I like doing it. That's it. You know? That's it. As long as people just have something that's beneficial to fucking like to do, you know? And, and yeah, at the end of the day, it's fucking therapeutic. You know, mm -hmm. like this is like going to the gym. It's the equivalent, yeah. you know, and I love working out and, you know, sweating too. So, you know, those couple of things that keep you sane because you've got other responsibilities. Yeah, you got a job to be able to go exactly. be performing at. You got fucking family responsibilities, right. whatever. You got to be zen. Functioning human being of society. Yeah, right? man. And you want to be sane, you know. Mm -hmm. Sanity is an important topic, you know. Yeah. Yeah, man. People, you know, artists, musicians are lucky enough to be able to express those things in those ways where it does become therapeutic. And the lines are so blurred. Like people ask, ask me, like, how'd you know, like music? Like, how'd you know, like that? Like, you're so lucky you found music. And it's like, you or, <laughs> or I just doubled down on something that I liked, mm -hmm. you know? So like, I feel like the line's so blurred, like it's so hard to find the passion sometimes. Mm -hmm. But in reality, it's right in front of you. Like, it's whatever it's you do. both, you know? Um. I think at a certain point, everyone has the potential to be really good at what they like to do. That's it. You know? And the longer that you don't try something than you've, that you've thought about doing, then you'll never be good at it. Not everybody's going to be musically inclined, but some a lot of people are musically inclined and they don't do anything about it, right? Yeah. Or, or inclined to other creative therapeutic anything, ways anything athletic ways or, or, or career path career or, paths yeah that's the thing you got to go with the gut go with the gut more people it's, don't go with the gut it's enough. tough because it's and there's a lot of risk nowadays are trying to i feel like um condemn going with your gut or going with your intuition about things you know but look at everything it's working even just in the music space look at these people you have to forever like hip-hop had sounded a certain way now look at all these innovators in the space and hip hop rap, you know, it's it, like just genre bending stuff, like whatever, you know, and these people going with gut and doing it like, you know, it's so crazy. Like it's, we were talking before about building a brand in, in this digital music marketplace and it's like, you can do it. Just like do the shit, like the guitar stuff that I was showing you, like that's that shit that you just do when there's nothing else. Like if it was just me and a guitar, that's what I make, you know, and that's yep. the type of you got to you got to spend that time with self and just do what's naturally calling. Yeah. You ever seen the um documentaries of Rick Rubin or like those little Rick Rubin talks? I've seen some of them, yeah. So that's a guy right there that completely just went with his gut, you know. Started the record label, started Def Jam in his yeah. in his fucking dorm room in Crazy. college. 
Right? I saw in him New recording York. with Jay Z. And so, yeah, man. I mean, that's that's one of the guys that's like go with your gut. He's almost like a uh, Zen Buddhist master yeah. to these artists, where they like they a go therapy with, session go, exactly. and talk to. They him. go to his. He's got all these producer credentials, and he doesn't mix music. Yeah, you know he he's like a guide in in a sense with these with these artists and musicians to get them to a headspace or get them to a dude and that's mode the, of thinking to be like that where that's it's the like other thing what you explained being there with your guitar alone yeah. or just just you and the music and even yeah. on the contributor standpoint like there's a lot of that goes back to the contributor you know, there's a lot of saying, but right? and then also there's a lot of artists that aren't writers there's a lot of artists that are just singing the song you know sure. and there's a bunch of people writing so you know, yeah. it's, it's only a certain level of artist that needs that, like, that artist that's really writing it and singing this stuff. Because, like, a lot of these other artists will, like, play the role of being an artist, you know, versus being the actual artist who creates the stuff and then also plays the stuff. So there's, like, a different level. Like, that's why it's also a business at the end of the day. And that's why, like, um, whether I like it or not, I'm out here writing songs because I know that that's how I'm going to get the foot in the door and, and stuff. But... Yeah, there's a lot of people who just play the role of being the artist. Like I always refer to that 21 Savage and Post Malone record rock star that T-Pain and Joey Badass wrote. You know, like mm. those guys put the blood and sweat into like really putting the emotion into the record and these guys sung it. Um, so I don't know if Post Malone and 21 Savage need the therapeutic, you know, stuff because they're really dealing with creative issues. But now Post Malone's crazy, you know, doing this thing. But just point being, you know, like, yeah, you know, there's... Yeah. There's levels to the artistry and a lot of opportunity with that same perspective, you know, mm -hmm. looking at it as a business as well. There's that's why I'm telling you that songwriting tip, you know, just playing other hats, mm -hmm. you know, like, I mean, as long as that's it's good that it's public knowledge, like, right? Like, I don't know how you found that out, but somehow it's public knowledge enough yeah. to where that that is. Dude, look at the credits. Look at the credits. And that is what it is. So. If we're open-minded enough, everyone can make money, which is fantastic. But just being open-minded enough to have the ego set aside to where it's like, I've wrote this awesome song with this awesome other artist. Now we think that these two people are going to sing it the best yeah. and you know, create yeah. it the best or sound the best yeah. with the song. And that's what's going to make the song, you know, just being open-minded. And that could not be what they fucking thought at all, but no, you know, that, that just also, being open-minded enough to it, I think is great. And that makes the career moves, you know, for like the artists like me and you, who's mm -hmm. like been doing this forever. That's like those opportunities. That's like, Hey man, do you want to change this uh, from just being a hobby to something that you can actually still have as something you love without selling out, but also make some fucking change off of it. Yeah. But again, a yeah, lot of shots in the know. dark, a lot of tries. You yeah. have a lot of sessions where you pitch the records and they don't lead anywhere, but yeah iterations iterations each mm -hmm. time you have a session you meet a new guy a new contributor a new composer a new producer I would imagine it's like writing scripts dude you know? same thing they're they're just boards of people teams of people who are just tossing ideas back and forth dude and it's just that creative collective intelligence is you know uh, invaluable it's very you know very cool but you got to be of a certain mindset to be able to play in that space you got to drop ego when you walk in the door you know and that's where things are like you know it takes a certain mindset but everybody can achieve it especially but you have to go through the trials and tribulations that's why year one to three crazy three to six crazier started figuring shit out six to ten had it figured out a little bit just had to keep going and the more you do it 
the more you learn. And then once you've gotten that deep into it, you learn even more. And at year 10, you realize that, hey, maybe I got to also help other people and play. Maybe I don't have to be the whole cog in the wheel. Maybe I could just be one of those cogs in that wheel that makes that wheel turn. And that's how I'm going to get a little bit of love. If end goal is open doors to make career path out of passion. Yeah. Just be open-minded. Open-minded is how you get those doors open, how you make these connections and just be the best you, you know, know? trying new things, you know, trying new things that'll help you out in the long run. Sponsored by Dove (laughs) body wash. Yeah. I'd be open for that. You know, I'd be open to do an ad for the songwriters club. Hey, songwriter club. Yeah. Brought to you by the song. Check out my buddy, Roman, the stoic, great creative, you know, collective intelligence. Yeah. Good people, man. Good, good people. For sure. You know? So uh, Spotify playlist. Yeah. Love oh, yeah. More. Can't can't forget about that. Yeah, man. I was talking about that record, Love More. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just talking about, we were talking about that song, Hit Me Up, that we did and just looking at your Spotify page. And for any artist who's like trying to figure out how to grow their Spotify page, I mean, I don't know everything, but from what I've done and the results that I've gotten, that Love More story was like, you know, the tell all I had gotten uh, an email from this dude and I'll leave a name drop him. Jeff Cush. He was a good dude. Hop, you know, I took a cold call from an email where this guy was promoting some Spotify playlisting early on, you know, three, four years ago. And, uh, I was like, sure. And I hopped on a call. He wanted like, you know, X amount of dollars to get X amount of play on a record. And I, the first time I heard that, you know, and they have their own ways. He told me about how they do it and how they, you know, they put your song in like some playlists that they make and it has some followers on it. And they, they basically just repeat the playlist day and night on a bunch of devices and drive like artificial play uh, with the, the end goal of being uh, triggering the algorithm yeah, to then recommend your music. Plays, right? But, but, you know, but not just get 10,000 plays and like, yeah, like clap my hands. The goal was like get 10,000 plays, um, have that be the baseline for the Spotify algorithm to realize that people were liking the song right. and then for Spotify's algorithm to then pick it up and recommend it to more people. Um, and that's what it did with Love More. So I, I the song was at like 7,000 plays. I got this, took this call from this guy, tried his services, gave him a shot, you know, went out on a whim. It, this play campaign worked good, got to like 17,000 plays. A couple weeks went by, nothing happened after that. And then uh, on Spotify for Artists, I saw that the Discover Weekly algorithm kicked in, you know, and uh, in a couple weeks after that, the song had like 40,000 plays. And then, you know, X amount of years later, it's almost at 500,000. And the same happened for my buddy Monte Harris that's coming over. I mean, but he did it in different ways, like to where he got verified on Instagram because his song got playlisted on the Spotify official playlist. And now his song just cracked a million plays. He's got other songs that are cracking all from the Spotify algorithm, being in the playlist, triggering the algorithm. But he did it the real way really created content, drove it, really got good at Google ads and retargeting and then having, you know, just running everything like a business and and that really got him the look he needs. So that's why it's so cool and so important to invest into marketing on, on these platforms that are popping uh, because you can really create a lot of brand and a lot of get a lot of brand awareness and exposure. And that stuff's critical, if you take this shit seriously, then that stuff, those moves are the moves that's going to, when the A&R stumbles across your page because somebody said a good word about you, he's like, damn, he's creating content. He's rolling out his releases. He's doing what the record label would be doing. You know, he's he's already got it figured out. That's an easy alley for me to give, you know, work with him. 
you know, whereas the, the artist who doesn't do any of that, doesn't get cover arts, doesn't go to the studio, bing, bing, boom, you have to build them. You have to give them 10 years knowledge to realize like, yo, this is the baseline now. Like everything that I've learned up until this point has now become the minimum of what I have to do to be able to compete at this point. You know, and then every step I take is like, okay, you know, you know, now that's just part of the minimum. Got to learn how to do that. The songwriting shit is just part of the routine yeah. now. Yeah, it's because you got to be this, you got to be a business, man. You want to be an artist and got to be a fucking robot. Got to be an AI, an AI robot. I'm going to create an algorithm that makes, that drives and does all this stuff for me that I just mentioned. Right. It's it, it like a... It's going to run my my human psyche as a business. I'm going to create an algorithm that's going to control my person on the business side and do all that music that's shit That's just going to take over. That's just what's going to take over. And create take, your custom algorithm of your, of your perfect what self. They are and then just forever imprints us into a robot data. Boom, boom, boom. A bunch of Mike SBs. Yeah, Skynet. making music, music. Yeah, positivity. This episode is brought to you by Skynet. <laughs> this uh, episode is brought to you by Neuralink. Neuralink is going to be a crazy one. Mm-hmm. You're walking, all of a sudden you fucking project an old memory of you banging some girl, you know, like, oh shit, how you turn Fuck, this get off? get that out of my head. <laughs> yeah. People are like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's private, but then people can hack into your no, server people and see can hack, people. man. People can hack into Yeah, no, it's insane. All of a sudden you start spazzing. Ah! Russians. Or just control you. The Nazis. Control you to do something crazy. You know? And it all goes back to, you know, life. Life. Yeah, we've gotten so advanced enough as a society that. All right, let's do our, a freestyle. We've got concerns. Let's, of, do, let's <laughs> do a freestyle. Do you freestyle on this podcast? We um, I don't think I have. Listen, I don't uh, think I have. Am I gonna ruin it if I freestyle right now? No, but we could. Uh, we got three minutes on this. Oh, okay. Minute, yeah. Look at that. Could, or I could stop it right now. We can get the freestyle. We can find that, beat. Just keep it running, dude. We'll keep it running. Just run it. So you want to find a beat? No the, beats. No beats at just all? A, just a spoken word real quick on the topic. Goes a little something like this. Thank you for having me. It's blasphemy the way they talk about me, but don't know me, actually. I'm out here doing just what I love. And if you hate me, you can come give me a hug. I'm self-made, feeling like Rick Ross, but honestly, I ain't my own boss. I still work a nine to five. I wish that I could change it and save my life, but that's a personal choice. You know, you got to choose the shit for yourself. Still smoking top shelf, plotting on wealth, generational. Me and Roman, the stoic, motivational. Yeah, that's it. You know, I just felt like saying that. There you, know? you go, bro. You know? That's all it is, man. I think it's important to do what you love. Yeah. This whole thing is a this podcast in itself is a journal. You know? Life's Just a trip. putting it out for people. Yeah, man. You know? It's all about the voice. And the only thing that changed is we just put mics in front of our face or else That's we were it. talking about the we same shit. Done, we would have done this in general. Yeah. We were doing this right when I right when I walked in. Yeah. We, were, we started talking. I was thinking... Should have just we could just set up. I could have just set up immediately, yeah. and this would be a podcast. That's why I'm glad we did. You know, but you know, hour later, yeah, and you'd... that's why I like doing these. And and it's like we know so many different artists, and yeah, no, these are nice. You got a good feng nice. shui. You know, you chill. You set it up nice. You got a nice setup, professional. Anchor, give this man a raise. You know, if I you're think listening, the anchor raise is coming. Bro. Anchor employees, he needs another ad. 
A dove ad, preferably. <laughs> All right, bro. Where can they find you? Uh, you can catch me on. Uh, <coughs> you can catch me on Instagram, man. It's Mike SB or Spotify or Apple Music or your platform of choice. Mike SB. Yeah, man. Hit me on Instagram. It's Mike SB. Thank you for hopping on, bro. Yeah. Go check out the new song Surface out on YouTube now. Peace out, motherfuckers. Yeah. Chase your dreams. Do what you love. Hey, now they hit me up. Now they wanna chill. I've been smoking weed. They've been popping pills. They saying I'm fake. I just keep it real. I'm about to get it. I'ma tell you how yeah. I feel, how my dreams can't be concealed I've been working hard for real, harder than some stainless steel Like the weapons that I will, feel like my destiny's been sealed My art has been revealed and especially revered I'm here, drink, drinking beer and I'm blazing a joint Stay clear, I got no fear of making a point If you're a seven or above, then you're welcome to join Cause if love is a gamble, then I'm flipping the coin So here we go, they hit me up, now they wanna chill I've been smoking weed, they've been popping pills They say that I'm straight, and I just keep it real I'm about to get it, yeah. This is how I feel. This is how I feel. This is how I feel. This is how I feel, baby. This is how I feel. I'ma keep it real. Chasing no deal. Chasing males over here. I keep it real. I'm faded. Feel like I made it. Last night I had a dream, I'm in the Mercedes Bad things, tell me that she want my babies I said maybe, but they getting money too So how much you gonna pay me? Tell me I ain't meant to be Keep it a hundred like a century I rap before they ever gave a cent to me And this was sent to me I need to see the value added for I'm at it Cause it gotta make now sense to me Now they hit me up, now they wanna chill I've been smoking weed, they've been popping pills They saying I'm fake, I just keep it real I'm about to get it, that's just how I feel yeah, that's just how I feel. I'm about to get it. That's just how I feel. I just need a meal. Trying to eat a meal. I don't need a deal. I just keep it real. Come on. I'm like, whoa, oh, 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 oh. Now they want to talk they shit. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. But they can't take no hit. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. I've been known to take my legs. Whoa, oh, 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 oh.